0: Just tell your boss you couldn't answer because your phone got wet. Skip work and go fishing with the Morning Shag. On 96.7 KCMQ.
1: We did it! (laughs) We finally convinced them to let us go to opening day of trout season. Still don't
2: think we've convinced anybody. I just think they don't know. (laughs) even better! Thing. FYI, we're doing it every year from now well, on. I, I, let's make sure that when we get back, we still have our jobs. Let's we make are sure that. We are
1: skipping work and going fishing every March 1st, and you're invited. We're going to be down here at Montauk State Park all morning long. I may or may not be sneaking off to get my waders wet and get a line in the water. You can do that after the show.
2: I need you here to to still do the broadcast.
1: Please. We'll see. We'll see. It's okay. early. It's okay. early. Okay. Yeah, But two people people ended up in the hospital after crashing a General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh really? Happened in Branson, Missouri, baby. Oh, <laughs>
2: that's that's on brand. Topical,
1: local, here we go. Two people ended up in the hospital this weekend after crashing their car near Branson, but it wasn't just any car. It was the General Lee, like the legit General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. because according to a post from the Western Taney County Fire Department, this car was indeed used on the show. Oh, no way. Yes. Oh, this, it's legit. This was a collectible.
2: Oh, no. That no. They, that they
1: totaled. Oh, God. Crash and burn. A couple of Duke boys. Up to no good.
2: No. No, now it's tragic. It was funny before. Now it's sad.
1: The department says 309 General Lee's were made for the TV show. I mean, another 26 were made for that that terrible, not. Knoxville knockoff oh, movie the, the they movie. did yeah, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. later on even though Jessica Simpson and some Daisy Dukes was never a bad call truly. not a problem at all but there's no. no word on the identity or condition of the people involved in the crash it's just that they were they had to go to the hospital and the, yeah the I saw the pictures before we before we left yesterday and yeah the poor General Lee's seen some better days uh. that's for sure.
2: God, for it to be an original from the show, that's a show piece. Like, you don't go out and joyride that. You take that to car shows. You it, it, I'm an Indiana Jones, It it belongs in a museum.
1: But Bo and Luke would have to be so proud of you for getting it out there and trying to <laughs> jump it over a ditch. Zero Fs were given, man. Oh, not with that car. Do we uh. know? Was Boss Hog hot on their
2: tail? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> the, only, the only way that would be okay.
1: This boss hog was chasing them. Oh, man. Well, skip work. If you can hear us, bail. You got time to get down here and fish with us. We're at Montauk State Park all morning long for opening day of trout season. We're going to have great interviews. It's going to be a lot of fun today, and we're starting it off with a couple of beers and some Duke boy stories. Again,
2: bosses don't know about this. <sighs> They're, okay. All right. <laughs>
1: It's
0: skip work and go fishing day with the morning shag on 967 KCMQ.
1: Bing day. <laughs> that's never gonna get old to say. We are at Montauk State Park for opening day of trout season. It's taken me eleven years to convince work, or at least convince Trevor not to tell anyone and just leave. I was about and come to say you did not here. convince
2: work. I don't think work knows. <laughs> I think that's
1: the trick. Which makes it even better. With us now, we had Uncle Keith. Earlier, well, now we have Nephew Noah. How long you been coming down here?
3: I think first time I came down, I was maybe 13, 13, 14, sometime in middle school. Been coming down ever since.
1: So how long is that?
3: 12, 13 years. What does it mean to you
2: to be down here for opening day of trout season? What are the emotions that are kind of reeling
3: in your in your head this morning? Excitement, number one. Just excited to be back in the park fishing. What it means to me, what I really like about this place was... You talked to Keith about a little bit. He's got a son-in-law and a couple older nephews than me. They all came down here and really enjoyed it, and I really wanted to be a part of that. So when I come down here, it's a really strong sense of family and fellowship, and I just really enjoy it.
1: That's so cool. What are you going to throw on your first cast? You got any idea? You got to see the water first? What Are you You flipping rocks over to see what type of bugs are underneath there? I got to tell you, the mop fly is
3: already tied on it is ready to go confidence i love it okay the uh the reverend from a river runs through it may not like that answer
1: but i i love it that's that's too funny i had a buddy milo shout out from kansas city that sent me some flies and he's got a couple that are called stroke scuds so i'm gonna try to catch a trout this morning with a stroke scud and see see if, uh, if i can pull that off Fantastic. That's wonderful. <laughs> Too bad we don't have the, we don't got the fun we don't, stroke. Not,
2: not, not remotely. Not, no. when we're, not when we're broadcasting from Montauk State Park, I don't got the stroke sounder, no.
1: That's unfortunate. <laughs> so Noah, for someone that's never been down here before, or even for people that see it like I did, when I first moved out here like 20 years ago, I saw the pictures of like shoulder to shoulder, armpit to A-hole, just people standing next to each other. I was like, I can't do that. That's not for me. That's not fishing. But it really is more of like a holiday. It's, a, it's, it's the experience. It really is. You can feel it in the air. It, it, there's energy.
3: Yep. You know, I, I don't think I would like the shoulder-to-shoulder combat fishing every day, but March 1st, everybody's there for the same reason. They're excited that spring is here, fishing is back, and it's just a, it's a wonderful experience.
1: That's too cool. Well, I'll see you on the water, my man. Good luck today. Absolutely. Thanks,
3: guys. Thanks for having me.
0: If anyone at work asks where you were today, just
3: tell
1: them you had dairy butt. I'm bleeding!
0: Skip work and go fishing. With the Morning Shag.
1: On 96.7. KCMQ. Diplomatic immunity! <laughs> no. No. Welcome to the vacation estate, my man. You got to spend the night in the single wide.
2: Can I say your single wide trailer known as the Polish Embassy? way nicer than i thought it was going to be i
1: told you dude this place is badass i
2: mean worthy to to house a foreign diplomat thank you i i you know not not too shabby man (laughs) i really thought this was going to be a a rickety structure no i did not think it would have
1: like designated rooms I'm telling you, man. The past owners—they had it their whole lives, and that was a different generation. They took care of their stuff, and I mean, I—I I enjoy the like late '60s, early '70s vibe. There is a a, a, dec- a decor, uh, an aesthetic that it that is happening. At I don't the even embassy. know what color that carpet is. <sighs> Could you describe it? It's not green, and it's not yellow, and it's not
2: yellow.
1: <laughs> <but> nor <laughs> nor is it brown. <laughs>
2: But at the same time, it's all of them. It's all of them. Yeah, it is. And I just absolutely <laughs> dig it, man. So that's not getting remodeled. No, nothing's getting remodeled. It sounds like you're no. you're, you're
1: here for it. Well, I think I think we're just kind of here until I pay it off, and we put something else on the slab. But. For now, I mean, a uh, good friend of the show and uh business business partner Brandon Butler, Driftwood Outdoors, shout out. Uh he he said he'd come in and put hardwood or the fake hardwood floors in here. Oh yeah, like the vinyl or whatever. Yeah, yeah which yeah. with as much fishing as we do, it would be kind of nice to yeah. kind of just wipe up, but I don't know. The carpet in here is just it's too <laughs> it's too badass. The wood paneling, I mean, even he was like, "You going to take that mirror down?" I was like, "No." It's, <laughs> A giant mirror in the in the living room
2: area. I don't know what it's there I for. I mean, it, it, it opens up the space. It makes it seem like it's bigger. Yeah, maybe. So you know, there's that. Uh, you know, there there is no like you know chandelier hanging from from the ceiling. You know, like the certain things that you would well, kind of expect from
1: a kind of. There that, is a little bit of an antler chandelier hanging oh, that there. That little
2: thing. That no, that doesn't count.
1: That is <laughs> that is a that is a lamp of sorts
2: that. It's very rustic though. Very rustic. Uh no, no, I I genuinely I am I am surprised at how nice it actually is. It's uh it's a
1: good find. Well done. Thank yeah. you. No, Thank, it's every, cool. Everyone's been really impressed with it so far when you tell them I, I found a single wide in Dent County.
2: Now again, I I saw no papers to indicate that you have diplomatic immunity. Oh,
1: didn't you see the sign outside? No. The, oh, what? you missed the Polish embassy sign. I oh, didn't the show Polish it to you.
2: Emb- no, you didn't show me that. Oh
1: well, we're all right. Well, let's wrap this up. So we, we <laughs> might have to leave the lodge and go back up there, so I can show him the fancy sign that that gives me diplomatic immunity okay
2: all because it's a sign doesn't
1: mean that that's how that works at all we're broadcasting from montauk state park for opening day of trout season it is a bleeping holiday in the state i think we should do it every single year i've been trying to convince them for damn near 11 years to get us down here and this has been ridiculously fun i can't wait to do it again next year Leave work. We'll see you at Montauk State Park. <laughs> Just tell your boss you couldn't answer because your phone got wet.
0: Skip work and go fishing with the Morning Shag on 96.7 KCMQ.
1: Opening morning! We're at Montauk State Park. Opening morning, and I ran into one of my good friends, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Van Patten. If you're a fisherman, if you're an, or ozark ozarkarian you know this dude and you know he knows how to catch fish so mark you actually were doing a, a presentation last night on how to catch fish on opening day
4: yes and i'll tell you what there are some tricks that can make it your morning more successful and i'd be happy to share those with you
1: Please, I need every single one. I think you'll appreciate this. I don't know if you know Milo or not, but he tied me some ties, and he called them stroke scuds. So I'm going to try to catch a trout today on a stroke
4: scud. Okay, I'm going to recommend that you wait to tie on your stroke scud (laughs) till a little bit later in the day, like sometime afternoon. Really? Yes, early in the morning when the whistle blows. Your best shot is going to be probably a black and yellow marabou jig. You want to toss that out the minute that siren goes off and hold on because you're going to have a fish on before you can get it pulled back.
1: Why, why the jig?
4: It's, for some reason, that black and yellow marabou just hap- you know, of course, fish see colors different than we do, but it just happens to imitate something aquatic to them that they, they really feel like as food. Now, keep in mind, a lot of the fish that, are, that you're fishing for at that time are newbies in the stream. They just came out of the hatchery, they've been fed pellets. And that's what they're used to. They don't quite know what all lives in the water they've just been introduced to. And if it looks alive, which a marabou, when it undulates in the water as you're stripping it back, looks like something very much alive. That particular color just seems to set them off.
1: Yeah, man, I'm getting excited to get out there already. Now, we we got to sit down last night and have some dinner and a couple of drinks at a, a really cool place just beyond Cedar Grove. Can you tell me a little bit about it?
4: Oh, yeah, Big Rock Candy Mountain. Yeah, this is a, a, a classic place for, for people to go to. They have an amazing menu. They have a great bar. they got a nice patio where you can sit out and have a cigar or smoke a pipe or whatever and uh, enjoy your time. I highly recommend it. I come here with my wife, Regina, quite often, and I'm very partial to the jalapeno popper burger that they serve. Really friendly people. Roger and Leela are amazing people and very, very fun to be around.
1: Any other tips other than the marabou jig for for today?
4: Yeah, there's, there's a number of flies that are going to be really good throughout the day. Starting in the morning, you know, for that first 30 minutes, that black and yellow marabou jig is your, jig is your number one go-to. Those of you who don't mind going to that hot place when you die can use things like uh, glow bugs <laughs> I was raised by a grandfather who was a dry fly purist so I have to say that but glow balls have been are usually very popular first thing in the morning but something else that I think will fool a lot of fish and, and I've been successful with this is, is to drop a nice head pheasant tail on them because when they hear that hit the water it sounds like pellets being dropped
1: That's a good tip. That's a good tip. I'm not going to keep you any longer. I want to get out there and try to catch my limit. Mark, you're the coolest, dude. I I don't even know what else to say. I'm going to give myself a a selfless plug. If you go to driftwoodoutdoors.com and scroll way down to episode 10, we have a full podcast with this guy, legendary stories. I mean, Woodstock. I mean, his life has been insane. And he actually got a book out, too.
4: And it's called Moonshine and Watermelons and Other Ozark Tales.
1: You're the man, buddy. Appreciate you.
4: Just tell your
0: boss you couldn't answer because your phone got wet. Skip work and go fishing with the Morning Shag on 96.7 KCMQ.
1: We're at Montauk State Park for opening day of trout season. This has been so much fun.
2: This is this actually has been a really good time. I, I I just hope that the bosses
1: never find out about it. Oh, I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they do, and they give me the green light about, to do it I was next about to year. Say, I
2: don't think they gave us the green light this year. I still don't. I still have zero confirmation from from the higher ups that this was okay. Well, eh, we'll see. You don't know. I, I, uh... I might not know. I'm actually at this point, I'm better at just lying. I'm better with <laughs> lying to our authority figures. Yeah.
1: Now, Trevor, I know you poo pooed all over Cocaine Bear, which is the greatest movie I've never seen. You still haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. Golly. I'm down here fishing, man. I've well, got I mean, more yeah, important did, things to do. <laughs> I didn't expect you to do it yesterday, no. But, dude, it had a, a surprising opening weekend over $23 million. It did well. I mean, n- and not only from a monetary standpoint,
2: I'm like the only person in America who didn't like it.
1: That's not surprising. <laughs> but well, my wife, too, I guess. What, el- what else is not surprising is that they've already made a cheesy knockoff. It's in the works. It's called Attack of the Meth Gator. <laughs> and it's being made by the Asylum Group, who's known for cheap and mostly awful horror and sci-fi movies, which are mostly knockoffs of recent hits. Their titles include Snakes on a Train. <laughs> instead of on a plane ape versus monster oh, oh uh, yeah okay godzilla versus uh king kong
2: Transmorphers? transformers knockoff clearly sinister squad
1: and like suicide squad they also made the sharknado movies
2: okay i was about to say is it like the sharknado kind of of films 100 percent. so that's in heavy quotation marks films um, but but like it's weird of a cheesy knockoff to a movie that is already, a, a, it's not a cheesy knockoff. It's just it's just cheesy ridiculous.
1: Well, I mean, come on, it's meth gator.
2: I mean, well, and, and and there is something to that as well. A methed out alligator. I mean, that's been the thing of, like, what would it be like to actually have a cocaine-fueled bear? What would it be like to
1: have a meth-fueled alligator? Yeah, but cocaine bear, that's, like, two of my favorite things. Meth gators are, like, two of my least favorite things. Okay. all right.
2: That's allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. The lawyers aren't here, but they're listening. <laughs> we ditched the lawyers as we ditched
1: work. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, but, but would, a, would a methed-out gator still have teeth? That's a good question. That was actually going to be one of my jokes, because I wrote three for you, Trevor. Oh, did you now? Oh, I'm sorry. I stepped all over it. Not really, but oh. close. Thanks to the success of Cocaine Bear, there's a movie in the works called Attack of the Meth Gator, but what's so scary about an alligator with no teeth? Okay, yes. Ding! I don't have the ding features Thank remotely. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks to the success of Cocaine Bear, there's a movie in the works called Attack of the Meth Gator. In the movie, he fights his great adversary, Bath Salt Python. <laughs> ding! Net, net, that's also very scary. Don't like that. Thanks to the success of Cocaine Bear, there's a movie in the works called Attack of the Meth Gator. Don't worry, something like that could never actually happen outside of Florida. Ding! Saw that coming. Saw that one coming. Uh, does, does the bath salt... Uh,
2: python? Python inevitably start eating its own face? Is that... <laughs> Is that how the movie ends?
1: <laughs> just just the homeless? I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Montauk State Park. We're here all morning, and then we're fishing. I might even fish a little early. We'll no, see. No. Opening day of trout season. Come down join us. We'll be here all day.
0: It's skip work and go fishing day with the Morning Shag on 96.7 KCMQ.
1: It's happening. Opening day of trout season, Montauk State Park. Good friend, good friend of the show, uh co-owner and co-host of Driftwood Outdoors, the Driftwood Outdoors podcast, com, and I guess you do have a real job too, don't you? Brandon... Brandon Butler.
5: Yeah, Raceline Alternative Energy.
1: How many
2: shameless plugs can we fit into 10 seconds, boys? Driftwood Outdoors.
1: (laughs) What was that again? One, just one more, (laughs) dot DriftwoodOutdoors.com. Driftwood Outdoors podcast on all podcasting
2: platforms. This is all fair because when I'm on your all's podcast, I I I plug KCMQ pretty heavily as well. you are a
5: a recurring guest, and we have had three three Peter. good feedback from all of your appearances.
2: Oh, well, my mom is a great and avid writer, so yeah, that'll happen. (laughs)
1: So, Brandon, you're the one that actually introduced me to trout fishing in Missouri because I was very hoity-toity, westy, saying, oh, there's there's no trout fishing in Missouri. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. And now here we are on opening day of trout season. What makes fishing in the trout parks on opening day so special?
5: The fact that there's so much camaraderie from kids that can barely walk with a Snoopy pole to the most ardent fly fishermen with a bamboo fly rod opening day is where traditions are born and continued there's families that have been coming down here for fifty years and generation after generation they're here for opening day when the whistle blows this weather is beautiful it's sixty degrees but sometimes you come down here and there's barrels of uh... firewood burning you know people huddled around a A burning barrel, there's hot cocoa and coffee being given away. Uh, But it's just such a a family experience. And I often have to defend opening day when I I see some people come online and say something like, that's got to be horrible. Who would ever want to do that? And I get it. Like most days when you're fishing, you want solitude and serenity and to be out on your own. But this is a fishing party. That's how you have to look at it. It is a celebration of fishing. The person standing next to you is here for the same reason you are. For one day, don't care if your line gets crossed. Don't make it about catching the biggest fish. Just make it about being here, celebrating fishing, and recognizing that a few more thousand people with you love the Missouri outdoors just as much as you do.
2: You know, we, we've, we've talked with a handful of people this, this morning, and, and I don't think anybody has actually really attempted to describe what this is like for somebody who hasn't been here before, who hasn't seen it. What, what, how would you best describe it to those who ask?
5: It's very crowded, and that's what's so great about it. it it's very, very crowded because it's like any good party. There's a lot of people, and there's going to be people that are staked out in lawn chairs that are going to sit there all day. There's going to be your guy who's roaming from section to section, spot to spot. There's going to be places where you're literally fishing within five feet of someone on both sides of you. But there's still going to be some places where you might get 50 to 100 feet from the next guy. Maybe not right at 630 when the whistle blows, but later in the day, the crowd thins out. I do want to give this tip because this is actually something I I messed up on. You can keep four fish. I believe it's still four, right? Yes. You can keep four fish. When I was down here, one of my first trout park opener days, I caught my four fish, had them on a stringer, and continued to fish. In my feeble mind. Catch and release. Yes, I was catch and release fishing at this point. (laughs) That is illegal. Once you slip that fourth fish on the stringer, you're on the bench for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. You cannot fish again in the park.
2: Oh, that is a good tip. Okay. So
5: that isn't that shows you that sometimes game laws are, are truly broken by accident, and that's one that I hope none of you will break now because I just tipped you off to it. Learn from your mistake. I didn't get caught, but I got... Told. Reprimanded wow. later. I guess I got caught, just not by somebody that matters. <laughs> there they're, it is. They were right. like, hey, you've got four fish on the string, you got to stop fishing. You got caught by a nobody, and not by authority. I was like, authority. no, 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 I'm I'm catching release fishing now. And they brought out their little rule book and showed me. Had the rule book, though. And I said, that's my kind of guy. Said, carries yeah. around the rule book. I said, you're over the line.
1: We could be best friends. Marcus zero. Oh, Marcus yeah. Zero, All right, Brandon. I appreciate you. Uh, love the podcast, Driftwood Outdoors. Yeah. DriftwoodOutdoors.com. And I'll see you on the water, bud. Couldn't do it without you.
0: If anyone at work asks where you were today, just tell them you had dairy, bud. I'm bleeding. Skip work and go fishing. With the Morning Shag. On 96.7 KCMQ.
1: Opening day of trout season is a holiday here in Missouri. And we're down at Montauk State Park for said holiday. And could we talk fishing without talking turn-ons or turn-offs? I I, I mean, yeah, I think we can. I think you probably could, but we're not going to. (laughs) Why would that stop us? It's amazing how different opinions can be on this stuff. Thousands of people took an online poll that asked if random things are turn-ons or turn-offs. So Trevor, we're gonna see if you match up with the consensus on oh, what's a okay. turn on versus a turn off. I'm being quizzed. All right, fantastic. Are you ready? Tattoos? Turn on? Turn off?
2: Uh, oh, that's a that depends. I mean, on the tattoo and the placement, and you know what what its content is. But by, by and large, I prefer uh, uh, no tattoos. However, my wife has a whole bunch of She's them. She's like covered in them. I know. She has beautiful skin, and she covers it up. I hate it. <laughs>
1: See, and I don't I, hate it, but like, I, I, you know, I, it, it pains me. I love tattoos unless they're on boobs. On boobs. Boobs are just too holy. That's, they don't, that's, that's, put them anywhere else. Just don't put them on the boobs. Anywhere else, even like
2: even face tattoos. Yeah, are I would rather right? I would
1: rather be with someone with a face tattoo than than mess with the boobs. Then a boob tattoo. Okay, yeah. interesting. Especially notes. a single, like just a single weird tattoo. That'd be unbalanced. Yeah, it's just no. You no. gotta at least balance it out. How about piercings? Turn on, turn off. What was that? What? What? what am I in the the? No, 77 percent said they're turn ons.
2: Oh, of course. Okay. All right. Uh, piercings uh, again. It depends on the piercing. And what it is, I mean, like, because the earrings are fine. I mean, it doesn't turn me on. I guess that, that's, the, that's the correct answer. It doesn't turn me off, necessarily, but it definitely doesn't turn me on.
1: See, that one's a coin flip. 49% said they're turn-ons, with 51% saying turn-offs. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. But they also didn't ask the locations, so like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big factor. Right, you know. Because I, I, just because you have your ear pierced isn't going to be like, oh, gross. No, but if you have, like
2: constant like 50 facial piercings all all in your cheeks or something like that that could be a turn off
1: yeah so when someone you're dating responds to a text immediately turn on or I, <laughs> neither I that's not it's,
2: <laughs> these, these are very weird like things that get people going or not like i i, I appreciate the promptness i do appreciate that I I guess I would prefer if somebody texted me back right away. I would prefer that. Yeah, 100%. If you take too long,
1: that's a turn off. Yeah, But it also sets a standard. I'll let you know right now. I have some friends like that that used to text me right back immediately. Yeah. And now it takes a while. I'm like, you sons of bitches. (laughs) I know you can't go without having your phone (laughs) plastered to your face. Perhaps they're doing something. Text me back now. Wow, all right. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, how about when someone's really funny? Turn on. Turn off. Oh, That's a
2: turn on. Absolutely, my wife is hilarious.
1: Ninety-eight percent. I mean, I'm I'm sexually attracted to myself. I'm that's, so funny. Okay, that is too far. I nobody <laughs> don't need to hear that. Don't need to know that. When someone's overly confident or cocky,
2: overly confident slash cocky is a turn off. Regular confidence is a turn on. Eighty-one percent turn off, dude. Yeah, I mean, if you're
1: too cocky and you're too overconfident, that that's that's very annoying loud talking turn on turn off it's a turn off 94 <laughs> percent said that thank god i'm that funny it makes up for my co- my cocky confidence and my loud talking balances it
2: out there you that's go that's how funny yeah. i am that's okay all right
1: montauk state park opening day of trout season are you here yet i'm looking for you i'll see you when you get here
0: If anyone at work asks where you were today, just tell them you had dairy, butt. I'm bleeding. Skip work and go fishing with the Morning Shag on 96.7 KCMQ.
1: Opening day of trout season in Missouri. Yeah! (laughs) There's like fist bumps all over the place here doing that. (laughs) Uncle Keith ain't bleeping around, man. He's been doing this for years. We're at Montauk State Park. Now, we promise not to keep you long. I know you got a spot picked out. You got to get to the water quickly. But uh, how long have you been coming down here for this? Um, Actually, I started
6: coming to Montauk when I was six. And I made my first opening day when I was eight. So it's about sixty years. Non stop. Every year? No. At college I cost me uh two years. I and one of those was at Bennett. And then uh had a little heart issue about six years ago and uh kind of canceled me for the day but yeah, I'm back. So higher education and health are the only two
2: things that can keep you <laughs>
1: from opening day of trout season.
6: Amen.
2: I get it.
1: Now, really quickly, uh, everyone knows you or we know you as Uncle Keith. Just do a, a, a quick back. So who are you? Keith Mueller, born and raised in Pacific, Missouri. Graduate of
6: SMSU, now, what, MSU, I guess. Uh, degree in finance, uh, president of a bank, had an insurance company. Straight baller. Two daughters. Do the son-in-laws fish? One does, one doesn't. Okay. Yeah. So well, one's you know the favorite. Of it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And actually, it's kind of cool. My eldest daughter, Dr. Ashley Sherp, for, for the girls never wanted to get up to hunt or fish anything. They, you know, they're like their mom. They wanted to sleep in, and it wasn't that important. But about four or five years ago, Ashley decided, "Eh, you know, I really, I want to try again. And we did with the fly rod and she had wonderful success. And now she's got it down pat. You know, we have to leave at 11 and then it's, "Eh, I just need to catch one more. (laughs) And then, you know, it's 1130 (laughs) and she's just like, yeah, yeah, I know we got to go. But, uh, and she's been down for opening day, had good luck. We had snow and bitter cold and she enjoyed it immensely.
1: And this today's going to be like 60. It's going to be beautiful today gorgeous it was beautiful
2: yesterday it's absolutely fantastic you've been doing this for for decades what does opening day of trout season mean to you
6: it's it's just a wonderful experience i have friends that i only see at montauk and have known for 30 and 40 years it's it's the right of spring i mean it's it's a chance to catch a good fish uh but but really it's the people yeah it's the people and
1: uh, in a gorgeous river a yes. gorgeous
6: River, you know
1: well we won't keep you much longer because I can tell you're already getting a little itchy to get out there and go fishing. and I say <laughs> you, I mean me, but there it is: <laughs> uh, thanks again, uh, Uncle Keith. We wish you the, the best of luck out there, and uh, maybe we'll get to catch a catch of fish together. That'd be good for me. Thank you guys. Just tell your boss you couldn't answer because your phone
0: got wet. <laughs> Get work and go fishing with the Morning Shag on 96.7 KCMQ.
1: We did it. We finally convinced work to let us broadcast from opening day of trout season. We're at Montauk State Park with me, Jason Sumners, Deputy Director of the Missouri Department of Conservation. Jason, what makes today so special? This is like the sportsman's first day of spring almost, right? Even though it's not official, it's the opening day of trout season at our trout park, so everybody's excited. So what can people expect if they've n- never been down here and witnessed it themselves? I expect a bit of a cultural experience, right? I mean, this is like the opening day of firearms deer season. It's Christmas Day or Easter for, for many folks. So it's long, long-held traditions for folks to be here at opening day. Yeah, there's, there's something in the air. There, it's, there's definitely an energy. Do you know how many fish that they've stocked? So we stock for 3,000 people. All right, man. Are you going to get to fish at all? No, we're here and quick back to work, but a a quick reprieve to come down and see the excitement. I certainly appreciate you taking time to visit with us, and I'll do enough fishing for the both of us. Do what you can, man. Thanks, buddy.
0: Thanks for listening to the best of the KCMQ Morning Shag Podcast.
2: Uh, Oh, my God. Are you crazy? Hear
0: more from Shags and Trevor weekday mornings on Classic Rock, 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com.